0: I thought my gift to the dads today on Father's Day would be no homily. <laughs> I was thinking, now, how many homilies do I remember on Father's Day being a Catholic over X number of years? Zero. So, but Father Gary says, I've got to make them look good, so I have to say a few words. When I left this morning from the big city of Albany where I live, I told my black lab, Nikita, not to tear the house apart. I turned on the outdoor channel and she was happy. And uh, I talked to Google my new phone. Uh, I said, Google, I want to go to St. Ed's and Kaiser and gave me the address and blah, blah. I, I get lonely when I drive, so she talks to me. <laughs> Gives you an insight into my life. But the first words were, uh, St. Edward's is closed today. I <laughs> what, what do I tell Father Gary now? Anyway. The GPS is a wonderful thing. I kept just amazed that this gal knew where I was and where I'm going and what street to turn on and and uh, even took a sidetrack and went to McDonald's and got my favorite breakfast on the way and immediately she was back on target again. Um, when it comes to, techn- to technology today, it's not only uh, GPS, but it's uh, uh, DNA. Um, if you want to know something about our history, we can find out. They swab or test our blood or whatever they do. Uh, they can tell us about our parents, and especially on this our Father's Day, who our fathers are and where we come from and maybe where we're going, all that sort of thing. Um, DNA today uh, has many, many benefits, uh, I guess. You know, like for example, if you want to know about your health in the future, you can predict things and prepare for things that we couldn't years ago. Um, This weekend I had the privilege of celebrating with a young woman I've known since she was a child. She used to be one of my servers as she grew up uh, in a family that uh, had many challenges like all our families do. Uh, her family was not perfect any more than mine it was nor yours maybe. And uh, Recently, I buried her dad a year and a half ago. And uh, he was the type of guy that had a very strong uh, sense of gospel. Not so much church stuff, but the living it, you know, living the gospel of charity and kindness and being a good dad and a good father and good husband and that sort of thing. Yet, very humble and uh, when we had her uh, barbecue and her get-together last night at their home, uh, I could sense uh, his DNA present among us. Uh, since he was married before and had grown children, uh, some of his grown boys were there as well. And, uh, a little different DNA, but I could t- I could see the old man in them, and uh, it's amazing as we get older. And some of the young people here don't know what I'm talking about, but some of us who have gray hair—I used to have gray hair—can um, we can appreciate that that DNA of who we who we are and where we come from, and. Uh, we're connected to other people. We're not born in a vacuum. But this young woman, uh, to see her now a registered nurse and, you know, excel in honors and all that she has come through in growing up. Uh, the second reading made a lot of sense to me. Paul says, uh, you can go through a lot of stuff, he says in the, in the scripture reading, but you're going to survive but you're going to learn, if you, you want to learn, from what you go, go through. You'll find hope and you'll find character and everything else. Instead of just the woe is me, why do th- bad things happen to me? Which we all experience. But to see this young woman uh, achieve what she uh, achieved and also to, again, experience her dad's presence, not, not in a spooky way, but uh, it was hard to explain. When we come to uh, the gospel today, Jesus, uh, the Feast of the Holy Trinity I've never even tried to explain it. I'll uh, give you an example. My, I have a nephew who's a young adult, now has his own two beautiful daughters. And he used to refer to me as, uh, on Father's Day, as a father without a mother. I said, you know, Michael, you know, I have a mother. You know my mother. And, well, no. And I said, well, he knows I have a mother. Okay, got it. I thought, well, maybe I to, need to explain celibacy to Michael at four. Well, I don't think I'll go there. You know, I had his eyes will roll back and he'll, you know, give up. So I thought uh, someday you will understand, but he was saying I wasn't married, I didn't have a wife. That was his interpretation. And um, but our I, I hook it into because today is Father's Day. I always remember that the father without a mother. Uh, my mother used to say that too sometimes <laughs> when I was when I was imperfect, of course, but. Uh, when we look to our the gospel, Jesus, uh, when he was among us, uh, he his main mission was to tell us who we are. Uh, Jesus didn't come to create a whole bunch of stuff or do a lot of things. He just tried to come to tell us who he was and who we are and how we are to live with each other. Pretty simple. Um, When we listen to the scriptures today from Proverbs, uh, the Proverbs talks about the spirit that's dancing around before the world was created, the same spirit, he tells us, that is infused in us, this is God's love that we receive in baptism. And when we're baptized or when we have faith, we are changed, changed. Uh, the DNA of of the Father of Jesus is given to us. And uh, we're never the same. Um, when we gather to celebrate the Eucharist like this morning, we just don't go to Mass. We're not pit- filling out a punch card like when we buy coffee at the espresso. You know, we get 11, we get one free. Although I keep track of mine. You know, um, we come together because the Father speaks to us in the liturgy. The, the Word of God from Proverbs and Paul and Matthew, the Father is trying to connect with us. And the purpose of this is to make us to implement what Jesus tried to do. And that's treat people with dignity and treat ourselves with dignity and to live the gospel You know, live the gospel. Um, The challenges, I think, of family life, none of us come from perfect families, my family included. And yet, in spite of that, uh, the love of the Father uh, is communicated. Uh, I have heard confessions of many dads for many years, over 50 years as a priest. And all the guys I celebrate, I'm not breaking the seal, always involves they want to be better dads. They want to be better husbands. They always feel that they could do so much better than they have done. And the older we get, especially the more we feel that we're running out of time to, uh, to do our job. So the, the liturgy today is, uh, again, it's an experience of the DNA of who we are. And our baptism has given us that. Uh, I've always been impressed by the time I've sat in the pew and I have come to worship here at St. Ed's. You didn't know I was there, but I was back in the back. Uh, The spirit of this parish is very, very alive and uh, very real. You know what I'm talking about. If you traveled around the diocese, it's not always a common experience. Please don't tell the bishop that. You can, you can delete that from the tape, sound man. Or, I don't care, I can't fire me, so I don't, I'm retired. Anyway, uh, it's a great feast, the, the, the Feast of Father's Day. Uh, the, hopefully the, the, the DNA that we receive in the Eucharist when we sing the Our Father later in the Mass, we're not just singing a prayer that goes into outer space, we're singing a prayer that goes to our Father, that we are hooked with intimately with His Son.